Aren't you glad that we serve an awesome God? Hallelujah. We serve an awesome God tonight. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. It's a good father. Some of us had had the privilege to have a good earthly father. Some of us have, and that's a blessing. But wherever you are on that range, God said, I'll take you up. He'll show you what a good father should be, amen, and can be, amen. If you could turn with me to Ezekiel chapter number 34. Ezekiel chapter number 34. If you have it, say amen. I'm going to do a little reading tonight. If you ever heard me up here before, I normally do that anyway. Um, I want to start at the 20th verse. I'm going to go all the way to the 31st verse in chapter 34. The word of God reads, it says, Therefore, thus saith the Lord God unto them, Behold, even I will judge between the fat cattle and between the lean cattle, because ye have thrust with sigh and with shoulder and pushed all the disease with your horns till ye have scattered them abroad. Therefore will I save my flock, and they shall no more be a prey. And I will judge between cattle and cattle. And I will set up one shepherd over them, and he shall feed them, even my servant David. He shall feed them, and he shall be their shepherd. And I, the Lord, will be their God. And my servant David, a prince among them. And I, the Lord, have spoken it. And I will make them with them a covenant of peace and will cause the evil beast to cease out of the land. And they shall dwell safely in the wilderness and sleep in the woods. And I will make them in the place around about my hill a blessing, and I will cause the showers to come down in his season, and there shall be showers of blessing. And the tree of the field shall yield her fruit, and the earth shall yield her increase, and they shall be safe in their land, and shall know that I am the Lord. When I have broken the bonds of their yoke and delivered them out of the hand of those that served themselves of them. And there shall no more be a prey, they shall no more be a prey to the heathen, nor shall the beast of the land devour them, but they shall dwell safely, and none shall make them afraid. Verse 29 it says, And I will raise up for them a plant of renown 
and they shall be no more consumed with hunger in the land, neither bear the shame of the heathen anymore. Thus shall they know that I am the Lord their God, am among them, is with them, and that they, even the house of Israel, are my people, saith the Lord God. And ye, my flock, the flock of my pasture, are men, and I am your God, saith the Lord God. Amen. Amen. I just want to pray real quick. Lord God, in the name of Jesus. Oh, God, anoint us tonight, God. Draw us deeper into your love, Lord God. God, anoint those who come to hear your word, God. Let us not be just a hearer, Lord, but a doer of your word, God. Lord, I ask right now for anointing, God, to give me clarity of speech, God, to get this message across, God. Let the seed fall on good ground this evening in the name of Jesus. Let us bear much fruit, Lord God, to your glory. In Jesus' name we pray. In Jesus' name. I had another message that I wanted to, to, to come with tonight. And uh, I, I was going to, I told one of my brothers, I, I, I wanted to deal with pride. Um, I wanted to deal with pride. And, uh, you know, when you get something in your mind, you, it's like getting a new car. You'll see the new car you want everywhere you go. And, and I thought like, hey, the people in the world call this Pride Month. And I'm like, well, that, that's confirmation right there. Maybe you are. In uh, different conversations, I heard it keep coming up. But I, I, I was obedient to my pastor. Uh, he always used to say, I, I haven't heard him say it in a while, but it still stands that uh, preach or, or teach what God put on your heart, not what get on your nerve. Amen. So I said, I'm going to leave that alone because I ain't want to you know, get up here and just regurgitate some stuff that's in me. Uh, I wanna, wanna give what thus said the Lord. I was reading, doing my, a personal study back in February 28th, actually, I, I look back at my notes, and um, different topic, this is a personal study that I had, and, and, and one of the references led me to verse 29 of this chapter. And I was reading, and. And, and you know, us being a tree of life, anytime you see any plant or anything that have to do with agriculture, it sticks out to me. And um, I, I wanted to get the context. And when, when I read the whole chapter, I realized this, this chapter had significance to me years ago. Years ago, uh, I was being uh, test, going through a test and trial of my own walk with the Lord. and. Uh, dealing with people and dealing with myself and where I be belong and what, what I should do and to some of the things that, that, that bothered me and, and um, something that I heard years ago, uh, don't let other people, flush, uh, failures frustrate your faith. And, and I, I, was, I was really going through it, but I, I, I read the beginning of this chapter and it took me back. You know how you can smell something or you can see something, or a song maybe. When you hear it, it can take you back in time. You can almost sense that you were right there where you first heard that song or whatever significance it is. And, and when I read this chapter, that's what it did to me. It took me back to that moment in time. And, 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 and it just 
just to be able to look where I am now compared to where I was then, God has been good, amen. Has anybody ever just stopped and looked back over your life and see where God brung you from, the victories, hallelujah, that he's won in your life, the, the mountains that he abased before you, and the valleys that he exalted before you, the crooked paths that he made straight. Do anybody have a testimony in this house that you can say, God did that thing? When I didn't have the strength to make it, and I, I didn't know how I was going to make it, I looked up, and it, this, this is, uh, I want to say about 10 years now, uh, but in the beginning of this, this chapter, uh, I was tempted. I said, well, it's Bible study. I was telling my wife, I said, I could read this whole chapter tonight. <laughs> Uh, but I seen it's a basket of, of eggs out there, and I told some of the sisters, I don't want nobody to throw eggs at me up here while I'm, I'm preaching. But uh, the beginning of this chapter, it's, it's the context of, of this whole book is the children of Israel, God's chosen people. He, he, he told them, I'm going to lead you to a land flowing with milk and honey, and, and you'll be blessed. And, 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 and as long as you... Uh, be careful to do and to keep my words. You, you have abundance. You have everything that you need. And here Ezekiel and the children of Israel uh, lift up their eyes and they are in captivity. They are in bondage. Babylon, the Babylonian army came and took them away, devastated, knocked down the temple. And they were just, they were sacked. And, and they was in a strange land. And, and, and what happened was it, it was... The people went astray, but their leaders is the ones that led them in that way. And if you go back and, and read your Bible in Jeremiah, Jeremiah kept warning the leadership and warning the people that, that what was coming because uh, the, the result of sin and iniquity has got so heavy where God said, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna use Babylon to straighten y'all out. And, and he warned them, he said, look, when they come, don't resist them, man. This is the will of God. And, and you had false prophets that would raise up and say, oh, no, we're going we're gonna to do this and we're going to do that. And God is on our side. And, and, and the Bible talks about Jeremiah weeping over his people because he, he knew what was coming, the devastation that was coming. And, 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 but God, even in that, promised them that he would bring them out. Amen. Even when the Lord chastened you, he's doing it out of love. Amen. And, and, and here it is, Ezekiel. Is, is in the land of Babylon and, and, and he, he, he is, is still, he, the word of the Lord come to him and he, and he told them, he, he told Ezekiel, prophesy, say these words to the shepherd of my people. And, 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 and it was a rebuke and he said, he, he, he rebuked them for feeding themselves and not the flock. He rebuked them for leading them away. He, he said that you you thrust with your whole shoulder and with all your might just to push them out the way so you can gain. And, and, and he, he told them the disease, those who had diseases, they had not strengthened, neither have they healed those that were sick and they, they didn't bind up those that were broken and, 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 and he didn't go, they, 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 he was mad at the shepherds because those that were scattered away, they didn't go and sought them out and those that were lost, they didn't go look for them and he said they was getting fat off of his sheep. And, and, and he said, you, you, you allowed them just to be scattered over every mountain and, and they became a prey to every beast of the field. Not just some of the beasts, but every beast of the field. They, they've, they've been scattered and they just lost. They're wondering 
without a shepherd. And, and, and God was angry about this because those was his people, the apple of his eye. And, 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 and he, he just told them, look, I'm going to be a shepherd to my people. I'm going to send my servant David. He's going to be a prince among them. I'm going to go search him out. And, and anybody glad that God came to seek and to save those that was lost? I don't know about you, but I remember when I was lost and I thought I was doing something, but I was on my way to a devil's hell. But here in this chapter, and I, and I know it's Old Testament. I know, I know some saints that don't like to read the Old Testament, but it's a schoolmaster, amen, to us today. We can look back and, and see types of shadows and, and there's nothing new under the sun. And, and, and I watched in the church world where the, you know, you have the prosperity gospel and different things and, and, and people are making merchandise out of the saints of God. And, and you, you know, I'm not, I'm not naming not one person in their ministry, but you've got people that are, that they're buying a second private jet that costs $53 million and wanting the saints to pay for it. And, and it's for ministry. Amen. That's, that's what they say. It's for ministry. And, and they're just fleecing God's people and, People are hungry. They're searching. They want something to eat. They're looking for nourishment. But the religious world, people that call themselves Christians, is just getting fat off of people that are seeking the word of God. And God is not going to just allow that. Now, the Bible says that the blind lead the blind. They both will fall in a ditch. But he, he said to the, to the shepherds that I'm against you and, and I'm a judge between the fat cows and the, and the lean ones and, and, and I'm going to come and, and I'm going to allow the enemy to come in to straighten you out. But my sheep, those that were hungry, he said I will set up my servant David to be a prince among them. Hey man, how many glad that we have a prince among us this evening? He said, I, I set up my, my servant David to be a prince among them. And he said, I will make with them a covenant of peace. When I seen that, I, I got it highlighted. And I, I remember the Bible says that he shall be called the prince of peace. Amen. And, and, and I know I've went astray. I, I've sinned, the Bible says, with a high hand. And, and, and I didn't deserve mercy, but I heard somebody said, God loved us so much that he came to us when we couldn't go to him. Hallelujah, he came to us to, to retrieve us and to redeem us with his own blood. He came preaching peace to us. Hallelujah, he came to reconcile us back unto himself. And, and he said that, that I make them a place and the place around them a hill of blessing and I cause the showers to come in a season and there shall be showers of blessing. Amen. I, I, the pastor preached about giving and all that and, 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 and a, a powerful message, but I, 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 when I seen that, I thought about Elijah when he said, I hear the sound of abundance of rain. And when he said that, it was not one cloud in the sky. It was not a, a, a storm rising. It wasn't Doppler 12 telling him it was on his way, but he, he heard in the spirit that it was some rain that was coming. Amen. And I come to tell the Tree of Life Church, it's going to rain around this place, amen. I hear the abundance of the sound of rain. 
There's people that have been taken advantage of, of religious leaders that are false. My, my grandfather used to have a saying, and he had it on his obituary when he passed. He said, hell is too, too, too certain, death is too certain, and hell is too hot. Eternity is too long, and your soul is too precious to, to be misled and, mis, and seduced by religious leaders that are false. And I, I want to let you know that this garden here, this place, this hill that God has blessed, it is a city of refuge for those who are hungry, amen. And, and I'm going to say, <laughs> I mess with my brother all the time. Uh, it, it, when, when I was hungry and thirsty and, and, and perplexed in my mind and wondering where to go, I remember I, I used to work long hours and I remember I came to a, I came to a Bible study one time at Tree of Life and I had my work vest on, the light and shiny work vest that reflects and, and I, I had some uh, cargo shorts on and, and I kind of tried to sneak in the back and just, you know, just, just, just getting fresh off of work, probably about a 12 hour shift. And my brother, he teased me all the time. He said, who come to God's house looking like that? Boy, you should have came, went home and took a shower or something. He's just teasing with me. But I, I was searching for something and, and, and I came and, and found rest for my soul, amen, green pastures. And, and, and there's people in this city, people in this region. We have saints that come all the way from Dayton and down in Kentucky that comes here to the tree of life because there's a plant of renown in this place, amen. He said, I, I will make their tree fruitful and, 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 and make their tree yield her fruit and, 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 and all her increase. There's a bit, plenty of fruit in this house. There's plenty of fruit to go around. There's, there's not gonna be any lack among us, amen. There's enough to go around. And, and he, he said, I, 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 there'll be safety. You'll be able to sleep in the woods. You'll be able to ch just chill. There's nothing to be afraid of, amen. The, the devil can, can, can rage and war. He can be mad all he want. But I want to tell you, brothers and sisters, there's nothing to be afraid of, amen. Hallelujah. It's like the story with Paul. The ship may crack up. And, the, and, the, and, the, and the, the rain may come and the, the, the winds may blow, but there will be none that, that will, there will be no loss of life if you just hold on to something, amen. Just, just hold on to something. If, if you can, like the brother preached that, that about a year ago, if, if you can swim, get after it, but if you can't hold on to something, amen, not one will be lost. Jesus said that all that was mine, you have given me and I have not lost one. Hallelujah. How many know that he's able to keep that which you committed unto him? Hallelujah. He, he'll hold on to you. Even sometimes when you feel like letting go, he'll hold on to you. Hallelujah. If, if, if I was able to let go, I probably wouldn't be here. But God held on to me. Amen. Hallelujah. He held on to me in my confusion and in my hurt. He held on to me when, when I didn't know which way to go. And I, I, I prayed and God give me direction and and I, I'll tell you, I, I, some, I, I didn't hear a voice come out the sky say, my child, go this way. But you know what I did? I just stuck around. The old folks used to say, just keep on going to see what the end is going to be. Amen. But if you hang on, payday will come after a while. And, and, and he told them that I will raise up for them a plant of renown. And they shall be no more consumed with hunger. 
This world is hungry, hungry. That's why there's on every mountain. The, the Bible says they are scattered apart on every mountain and they're prey to every beast. Have you ever seen people that you know that was in church or raised up in church and now they have some type of alternative lifestyle and you wonder how, how did they get there and how, how did they fall prey to that, that, that ideology or how, how did they find themselves in that type of bondage? And, 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 and what it is is the, the devil has deceived them. The devil has deceived them and, 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 and led them astray. But I'm um, thank God that, that God was manifest in the flesh. Amen. He was manifest in the flesh to take on our sin because the Bible says, and, and I'm not going to get in there. I, I, did, I told my wife I didn't take a lot of notes because it was, I could, it was so much information and I, I didn't want to go down a whole lot of rabbit trails. But I just want to come preach Jesus tonight. Amen. He came to redeem us. He came to bring us back. No matter how far you've went, no matter what you've done, his, his hand is not heavy, his, his ear is not heavy, and his hand is not short that he cannot deliver us, amen. From whatever you've done, and nothing is too far gone that God can't turn it around, amen. Renown, we, we, we hear of things being world renowned. The definition of renown is a state of being widely acclaimed and highly honored or the condition of being known or talked about by many people in a favorable way. You have monuments and uh, I think of the, the Eiffel Tower that's uh, 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 is, is beautiful. It's in Paris and it's known for a, a romantic city and it's beautiful and, and, and like Barcelona is renowned for its art and you got Rome with its columns and, 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 and history it's renowned for all those things. And people around the world, they, they, they've heard and people travel distances to see the Great Wall of China or the, the, the pyramids in Egypt is, is renowned for its architecture. And they still try to figure out to this day how they get over, I think it's two million tons and blocks, how they get it so high and, and the, 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 the angles is just right. And, they were saying that modern technology can't even accomplish those things. It's renowned for their brilliance many thousands of years ago. But how many know that the church should be renowned for peace and the church should be renowned for love and we should be renowned for long suffering and gentleness and, and temperance. We should be renowned for meekness. They should know, amen. The tree of life is a plant of renown that he has established so his people won't go hungry, amen. Amen. We, we are the tree of life. I, I, I didn't want to get up here and be cliche-ish with another plant sermon or a scripture, but we are who we are, amen. Everybody else is not ashamed of the identity they choose to have. We might as well be the tree of life, amen. That's who we are. And we are to know him and to make him known, amen. amen. To know him is everlasting life. To know him. We, we should be flourishing. We should be producing fruit. We should be abiding and abounding in fruit. We should not be barren, amen. 
He leads us in green pastures. We, we, we should be luscious and bearing fruit, amen. The Bible says in, in Psalms 92, 12 through 14, it says, the righteous shall flourish like the palm tree. He shall grow like a cedar in Lebanon. Those that be planted in the house of the Lord shall flourish in the courts of our God. They shall still bring forth fruit in their old age. They shall be fat and flourishing, shall be plumped and green, amen. There, there, there's uh, some people, oh, well, it's a new day and let the young people have it. I don't care how, how seasoned you are. I ain't gonna say the old word, but I don't care how seasoned you are. You are still in this generation and we need you, amen. Amen, I need some young people say amen. And those tender buds that grow, the young people that, you know, they got the strength, but they don't got all the wit, amen. They, they think they can handle it, but give them room and space, amen, and, and, and fertilize them, pray over them, water them, and, and, and let God give the increase, amen. But there should be a, 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 a flourishing in the house of God. It's in his courts we flourish, amen. The Bible says in Psalms 104, the trees of the Lord are full of sap. Full of sap. Uh, that's a, that's a, a metaphor for being full of the Holy Ghost. Amen. The, the, the plant, it, it absorbs water from the ground. And you know, the, the Bible speaks of water in the New Testament as spirit. And when we absorb that from the ground, a plant transfers that to the, the, the sugar to feed the leaves. And that's where the fruit is produced. Amen. The fruit of the spirit. If you're full of sap, Sap is a healing agent. Some, some saps of trees can heal, amen. Some saps bring uh, fragrances and different things. We should be full of sap, amen. The, the, the trees of the Lord should be full of fat. It, uh, uh, we, we, should be, we should be plumped and, and full of sap and just bursting at the seams with fruit. The Bible talks about in, in Isaiah 53, that for he shall grow up before him as a tender plant and as a root out of dry ground. Even if you feel yourself in a dry area, that's what I'm telling you, I was in a dry area years ago, but God can make a, a sprout spring up out of that dryness, amen. So no matter how much money you think you lack or how much, how much intelligence you think you lack, if you don't have enough education or you, you, your last name ain't dust or this, God can still make something grow out of that, amen, and bring forth much fruit can make you come out of dry land and no matter what neighborhood you come from or what your circumstances is, he can make you sprout up out of anything, amen. There, there's a, uh, uh, I read, uh, many of you familiar with uh, Brother Tenney, his son, I, I met him a few years ago and, and, and talked with him and we had a, a discussion, he's telling me about uh, he, he's, he's somewhat like his father, very wise and, you know, used metaphors. And, and he was telling me about this, this almond tree. And, and he, he, he put it in the story for him. And, you, you know, I, I love when older people, he's not, he's not that, that much, he's not a senior saint, but he's older than me. And sometimes they, they, they give you wisdom, not just, you know, they just don't give it to you. They, they give you it in a story or something like that. You got to catch it. Amen. And he was telling me the story about an almond tree and, and how this almond tree, it, it started from a seed and the, 
the, the, the, the, the, the man planted this tree and, 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 and gathered all the weeds out from it. And this almond tree got the water that it needed, got the, the light that it needed to start springing up. And then almond tree purposed in itself, I'm gonna be the best almond tree that I can for this, this person who planted me. And, and, and it, he sprouted up and next thing you know, it was a, it's a, str- a strong trunk on it and start budding and the leaves was luscious and the man took care of that almond tree and it was just strong. It wasn't full grown, it was, it was in his prime, Brother Tyreek. It wasn't a full grown tree yet, but as soon as when it got strong enough to, to sustain itself almost, somebody came along and cut it down. Just cut it down. And, and, and you know, any, any, any twig or branch or limb that is not connected to the root will wither away, amen. And it started to dry up, start to, start to die and stiffen up and get hard. And next thing you know, the person who cut it down used it as a staff just to lean upon it. And they used it as, you know, a weapon to, the, 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 to chase away birds of prey and to, to, to be a weapon against wolves. And it was, it was a shepherd cane and, and, and it was sturdy, but it was dead. It, it was not connected to anything. And, and, and then one, one day, this almond staff was placed in the middle of a tent. It was placed in a tent with 11 other staffs. And it was a dark place. It just stayed in there, just laid in there, quietness, nothing happening. But then all of a sudden, sudden it felt something that ain't felt in a long time. Some vitality started running through that staff and some, some, some things that he felt when he was still connected to the ground start to begin in, this, in the midst of that, that, that staff. And the next morning they came in to look at the staffs and out of all 12 of the other staffs that was there, this staff had buds that was attached to it and some almonds. That, anybody know about the story of Aaron Rod that budded? It was disconnected, it didn't have no roots, but when, when it was laid in the presence of the Lord, it began to flourish again. It began to, to, to bring forth fruit. It was a miracle, amen. It was actually a type of shadow of Jesus. Jesus was cut down, amen. But he brung forth much fruit. We are his seed, amen. And, and, and that, that almond tree was put in the, 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 the testimony of the Lord in the, in the Ark of the Covenant and, and dwelled in the holy place. And the Bible, they said that that staff continued to bud. Just like that, that bread that was in place in the, in the Holy of Holies, it never got stale, amen. But if you have something, whether it's dry ground or just uh, uh, dried up twigs, if you put it in the presence of God, God can make something fruitful out of it. Amen, some people think their life is over, but if you bring it here, if you bring it to the altar, if you let us spend some time in the presence of the Lord, It'll make it burst with life, amen. Amen. He don't want his people to be hungry. He wants us to bear fruit. He said that he, we will no longer bear the shame of the heathen. You, you know, when you mess up the first, it'd be somebody close to you say, I thought you were saved. Real quick, they condemn you. Oh, uh, uh, they're gonna miss the holy man. Look, look what he's doing. That's, that's, the, that's the, 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 the 
the heathen just mocking you. The, they try to shame you. Where is your God? Here it is, like they, they, they were telling them, the, the children of Israel in Ezekiel time, sing one of those songs that y'all used to sing in Zion. They say, how can we sing the Lord's song in the strange land? They, they mocked them. They mocked them. But it's not over, amen. It is never over. It is never over. In, in this text, it talks about a plant of renown. That's the King James, that's the old English rendering. I, I want to read it in a few other, a few other uh, renditions of, of, of text. The ESV, NIV, the NASB, the New Living and the Message. Right here it says in the ESV, I will provide for them a renowned plantation. In the NIV it says, I will provide for them a land renowned for its crops. In the NASB it says, I will establish for them a renowned planting place. The Christian Standard Bible says, I will establish for them a place renowned for its agriculture. The, the New Living Translation says, I will make their land famous for its crops. The message that says like this, I will give you rich gardens. I'll give you rich gardens. The tree of life is a rich garden, amen. We should be famous for our crops. We, we should be famous for our fruit. We should be famous for our fruit. I, I, I'm always mindful. You know, people tell you the only Jesus that people will see is you. What are we making him known for? Some of us have short tempers. Some of us wonder why our own family members won't come to church and <laughs> we look at them, they're the heathens, but you're the one to act like the heathen. What are you making him known for? Is it love? Is it meekness? Is it temperance? What, what, what are you allowing people to see? What, what produced the Jesus say, oh, what, what, the, the, this is what saints say nowadays, well, they ain't supposed to be judging me anyway. No, Jesus said you would know them by their fruit. Do, do men gather thorns, grapes among thorns? Every time you come in, somebody get pricked, Somebody can feel this get hurt, and you want to say, well, I know a man, come see. If you ain't sin, he'll set you free. They wonder why you ain't free. Why, why are you still bound? Are, what, what, what are you making him known for? What light, I, I just thought about this. this these screens right here, I, I seen a, a documentary where Everybody know that the lights go off, the screen's just white. But a combination, we know the, 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 the prism will, will break up light and you know all the colors and, and that's how you get different shades and different things. But what light produce that dark part of the tree? Is there a, a black light that hits that? No, it's, it's a certain light that, that makes that dark. And, 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 and scientists is confounded by that. Like how, how do you use light to make a dark spot on that whiteboard? What, what light is you projecting in this world? The Bible says if, 
if, if, if, if somebody's deceived, they think they're being a light, how great is that darkness that's in them? There's people walking around, naming the name of Christ, jumping around, speaking in tongues, the winning down in his name. But some of the people, I've seen people that I've, I've watched in church, you see them out in the grocery store, or you see them in, around the, their people. You say, hey, praise the Lord, how you doing, brother? Hey, how you doing? This is... <laughs> they, they act like they're ashamed to be known as a saint. We should make this place renowned for the presence of the Lord. We, we, we should not, now when I say renowned, I'm not saying this is make the tree of life should be famous just for name's sake. I'm saying we should be renowned for if you, if you have marital problems, you should come in here and you will find a solution. That song says they all searching for answers that only he can provide. If you're sick, if, if you're diseased, you should come in here. This place should be, shouldn't be known. Brother Mark Purdy said it Saturday. We, we seen what God can do. There, there's, no, no, there's no second guessing with us that we know what God can do. God want to make us a, a, a garden to where, where people can come and just eat and get nourishment for whatever their problem is, whatever they're lacking, whatever their lifestyle is. They should be able to come here to this garden and find nourishment for their soul, amen. He said that they are my flock, a moth pasture. And he said, and just, I know some people, they're not good with metaphors at all. So he, he, he said it right here, he said, look, the flock, I'm talking about men. If y'all thought I was talking about sheep and stuff, God bless you, bless, look, down south they say bless your heart. But I'm, I'm talking about souls, amen. And, and the, the crops, the famous crop I'm talking about is the fruit of the spirit. The fruit of the spirit. I, I, when, I, when I first started coming to this church, I, I remember Pastor Urshan, he talked about the fruit of the spirit up and down, left and right, and any kind of which way. He got it to where it was ingrained in me. And I thank God for that. I thank God for that. I, 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 I looked at it, oh, it was a good scripture, and, but, but pastor, he, he laid it out. And, and, and I know when you go to a church, you want to catch the vision of the house. And some people, what, what's the pastor's vision? The fruit of the spirit. I can tell you that right now. Producing the fruit of the spirit. In your home, you should be the plant of renown. On your job, you should be the plant of renown. In your family, amongst all them crazy folk, the apple don't fall far from the tree, amen. All them crazy folk that you're related to, you should be the plant of renown in that situation. The musicians can come, I'm, I'm closing up. Two chapters past this, he was still giving rebukes and that he was still letting them know what his desire was for them. And, and in chapter 37 in the same book, verse 35, 
It says, and they shall say, this land that was desolate is become like the Garden of Eden. This land that was desolate, th this person that used to drink all the time, th this person that used to lie, to, they used to carouse, and this person that you couldn't leave your, your pocketbook around, is now bearing fruit. Th this person now is, is loving everybody. This person that was prejudiced or racist, now they have friends that come over. Look, they, they got people that they eat with and they, they, they share tables with. This land that was desolate, this, this dry land is now fruitful. It, it, it's a word where it says that he, he will put rivers in the desert. I don't know about you, but I experienced thirst. I, I experienced dryness. Even in, I'm talking about in my Christian walk. Feeling like I, this, 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 this is not working for me. Feeling like, how, how am I going to make this journey? It's too great for me. But I came to a church that had abundance of fruit. I came to a garden that was luscious. I came to a place where, where I wasn't pushed to the side or taken advantage of, like some of these churches do. And I found strength for my feeble knees and strengthened the, the, hand, the hands that laid that hang down. And I found substance for my soul. And now I can bear fruit and give it to another person, another lost, wandering soul, another, another person that's seeking God, that want to know him. I can show him a more excellent way. You don't have to wallow in the mud. You don't have to just accept defeat. There's nourishment for your soul. You can make it. You can make it. You know, in the education field, they tell you how vital it is for children to eat before they come to school. You can be so hungry, you can't see right. You can be so hungry, you can't even comprehend. You, you, can't, you can't focus. That's how people are in this world. You look and say, what, what were you thinking? Don't you know, I, I sent Brother Tyreek a, a, a text down there on Walnut. Is that Walnut in McMicken where, where the church was founded? Amen. There was a drive-by suit there last week. Four, four people got shot. A 10-year-old a 15-year-old, a 14-year-old, and a 25-year-old, right in front of where me and Tyreek stood at. We, we, we went down there to pray, and, and, and the young men out there, they pushed on us. What y'all doing down here? Who are y'all? Bullet cases. They had over 60-something bullet cases right in front of where the church was founded. And we would look and say, what type of person would do that? 
people do things, I, I say to the brothers, people do things that make sense to them. It makes sense to them somehow, some way. But it's, it's malnutrition. They don't have the right food. They're consuming Hollywood. They're consuming what they call drill music. They're consuming music that's telling them to kill. They're, they see it all on TV. They're, they're, they're being bombarded with foolishness, things that will drag them to the, to the early grave. In those type of places, we need a plant of renown. We need a place where, they, where people know, if I need hope, this is where I can go. If I need peace, this is where I can go. You got people newlyweds, if they want a romantic, get away, they go to Paris. That, that's, everybody know that, that's, you just go to Paris. It's beautiful. If, if you want peace, if, you, if you're outdoorsman, go to Yellowstone. It's, it's renowned for its beauty. The church should be renowned for saving souls. We should be renowned for, for people getting picked up and turned around and their feet being placed on solid ground. We should be renowned for that. Lord, let it be. Lord, let it be. We should be the tree of life, not just in name. Not just in name. We should be a garden to the city. A garden to, to Hamilton County, Claremont County, to Ohio, to, to, to all the surrounding regions. We should be flourishing. Not just to have a big church, but for the saving of souls. For the saving of souls. Like pastors say, that's the, the method in the matrix. That, that's why we pray. That, that, that's why we hit our knees. That's why we fast. That's why we deny ourselves. That's why when, when somebody cuts us out, we just... My, my grandma say, he hold the reins. <laughs> Be that plant. Be the tree of life, amen. Be the tree of life, amen. Let us stand together in this place. My prayer is that we all be fruitful. Be fruitful. Be fruitful. Turn on the TV. People are hungry. People are dying. People are hurting. People are perplexed. And we have the answer. Let us be a garden in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. The altar is open.
our hands and sing it one more time. Sing. in their families, on their jobs, in their schools. God, you, Lord, have planted us. You've rooted us and grounded us in your word and in love. And God, I pray that you would make every one of us fruitful. God, in this place, let us bear the fruit of your spirit. Oh, God, I thank you tonight. I thank you tonight, Jesus. Oh, for grace trust him more. Would you clap your hands to the Lord one time tonight? Thank you for being here. Why don't you shake hands with a few people and be friendly tonight. Join us on Sunday morning. Amen. 1045 for pre-first service prayer. 11 a.m. for a good time of worship together. God bless you tonight. Amen. Oh, thank you, Jesus.